Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Good evening and welcome to Sovereign Self with your host, Sophia Renea Morales, where we weave spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Thank you for joining us here today. I would love to hear from you listeners as we go through the show and even after between shows, we'll answer your questions on subsequent uh, shows if you didn't get a chance to speak or get your question in today. You can direct your questions to askzofia, Z-O-F-I-A, at transformationspace.co. You can also catch up with me on Facebook at Transformation Space, on Twitter at Zofia Renea, Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A, or on LinkedIn at Zofia Renea Morales, which is Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A-M-O-R-A-L-E-S. Look forward to hearing from you. Today we are going to be talking with Amanda Hines about bringing your spirituality into your workaday world. Many people, when they've had an awakening or enlightenment, feel like they need to just leave and go off into the mountains or open an ashram or something, and that's not necessarily the case. There are many ways to bring your spirituality into some very concrete areas like marketing and branding and sales and washing cars and cleaning homes. You can do all of this from a spiritual perspective and a much more fulfilling perspective, and so I like to bring bringing guests who can speak to these kinds of aspects of what they're doing, and Amanda is one of these people. She is a facilitator and a brand messaging strategist, and she focuses on brilliant service-based B2B experts, and she guides clients through ironing out bottlenecks in unpredictable client acquisition. She helps them master their unique marketing messages and position themselves as the most relevant choice for their industry and attracting their soulmate clients. These are the people you love to work with. (laughs) Uh, She does an excellent job of magnetizing them into into your pipeline where you can build a natural relationship with them and really qualify and make sure you're talking to the right people and invite them into a high-end offer as opposed to your bargain basement clients. (laughs) And this is actually how I met Amanda. I am a happy client of hers, so I will put that out there. You get a free plug, Amanda. (laughs) And she gets some amazing results for her folks. She's increased revenue by 146% for some clients. Uh, She's helped them create offers that they can get out into the marketplace in as little as three hours, which is like, what? If you've ever worked with a marketing or branding specialist before, you know, it can take months sometimes to get anything out there. So it's brilliant that she does this. And she has offers that um, they can actually create and sell out in an organic way, this isn't like plugging a bunch of money into Facebook and, and get that money coming back in in 17 days to create a pipeline, have it out there and making money in 17 days is like, woohoo. <laughs> so she is really the best kept secret in marketing for women who sell to other women in business or even other men in business. <laughs> So I'm really happy to have Amanda here with me. Welcome, Amanda. Thanks for having me. So I wanted to talk with you a little bit today, and I wanted to start with your backstory because all of this amazing bio that I just put out there, people are sitting in their chairs going, what the f***? I could never possibly measure up to this woman. She walks on water. She has a a cape that flows behind her, and and she's made of some magical material that does not exist in my world. And I'm pretty confident that's not the case. No, definitely not. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about what you did initially in your life and – and what it was like when you were trying to follow the rules that society puts out there, you know, the stuff that your parents drill into you. And what, what was that like? What did that get? What kind of results did you get under that? 
So I've always been really good at math and science since I was born, basically. Um, and so I went through school, got straight A's. I was on the presidential honor roll. Um, and I went throughout all of elementary and middle school and high school, basically just excelling in academics. I was in the top 5% of my school. And then I just assumed that, okay, we're going to go to college, right? And then we're going to get a job as a patent lawyer. And I did my research in high school saying, okay, they make really good money. You get to argue with people as well <laughs> as... <laughs> Bonus, I get paid for causing trouble. <laughs> I get paid to argue. But what really interested me about that was I got to translate between scientists and technology people. And so that's really what a patent lawyer did. They were the voice, of, they were the translator between those two different industries. And I thought that was really cool. But then I got to college and I could not get an A to save my life. Oh, and really? I was devastated because I have photographic memory, which is a cool thing to know. Yeah, that and hurts could, though. It, it, it hurt really, really bad. I would study for 40 hours a week, 40 hours a week. And then I work 40 hours a week. And so it was really hard when I was working so hard and I never had to work that hard before for anything. Yeah. And not getting the result. I was just not getting any results. And I was starting to physically get ill from it. I was just falling asleep in class. I started getting physical abrasions on my skin. They thought I had um, Lyme disease. They couldn't figure out what was going on. My body was literally saying no. It was shutting down. Yeah. And so I just decided that I had to give it up. And I was just so confused because I said, why am I so naturally gifted and creative, a hard worker, but I can't get results? And that was like my first moment to realize this is not my path. Mm -hmm. And it was super scary because I had to go home to mom and say, mom, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I was just really having a hard time because I felt like I was going to let down my mom. Yeah. You know? And how, how was that conversation? How did that go? It went a lot easier than I thought. So she did not blow up at me or anything. She's just like, why didn't you say something sooner? Because <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be healthy and happy. <laughs> exactly. And that was exactly it. I didn't want to let down my family. You know, my mother has several master's degrees and, you know, she was an informational technology buff. She has built computers from scratch. She's extremely brilliant. And so I kind of, without realizing it, was trying to follow in her footsteps in, in some ways. Um, and she was just happy that I said, you know, okay, I'm going to continually pursue education and do something, just not this. Yeah. However, what ended up happening is that I went and um, pursued a degree in international business administration only to drop out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to say, when you said no to law, did you have another plan in mind? <laughs> yes. So the plan was to go into get my IBA, um, and because I'm just so fascinated with learning another language and doing business, I've always loved business, but sitting in the classrooms, I felt like it was just such a waste of time. I, it could not keep my attention. Um, there were some classes that I thought were really cool, but I was like, you know what? I can do this my, on my own, and I can save a lot more money or just invest my money somewhere where I'd get industry experience instead of the theory and so my mother was not too happy about that either yeah I'll bet that was a tougher conversation with mom yes. what <laughs> yes that was much tougher <laughs> so what was the moment that you realized you know what tell me about that moment where it's like I'm just gonna have to leave this schooling thing behind and do something different I think that there was actually a series of moments when I realized that internally, I felt no joy. I felt no happiness doing what I was doing. In fact, the real reason why I just left the science world altogether was because I saw pictures of people that had made it 
in that industry and they looked depressed. They looked like they were absolutely not leading their lives as happy people, but just doing things because they thought they had to. Yeah. And that was not the possible. Yes. And so I said, you know what, if I'm going to be rich, but I'm going to feel broken, it wasn't worth it for me. And so I had, I just started trying a bunch of things. I tried network marketing, affiliate marketing, um, and I found some small wins in those areas. Um, I worked in the hospitality industry, so I held a job in hotels when I was in college. And so that's basically, I just started trying different things and started looking for what really brought me to life. And, um, and so fast forward out of my college years, right, I ended up working in hotels because I hadn't found my thing yet, but I was still investing in business as a hobby, right? So I would invest in marketing courses and online trainings, and I was doing this for fun. I wasn't getting paid for any of it. And I was really developing a skill set. I did not realize it. And when people You were started, just playing. I love that. <laughs> playing and marketing, right? And I was really good at playing. I remember having such an, an intuition and a natural understanding of this stuff. And I was like, what do you mean people don't get this? This is common sense. This is so easy. <laughs> it is just so easy and fun. Not realizing that could be my thing. Not realizing that can actually not only be fun, but make a lot of money, can make more money than I'd ever made or ever seen or experienced. And that's how I got my start in there. So tell me a little bit about how you started to come to this realization, because sometimes people have signs or have feelings. Bring us into that world as you're going through all of this. Tell me about like that first moment when the light came on? So my real light bulb moment was when I realized that the things that I thought about doing to have like, let's say a successful launch, I mean, literally just thought about and knew how to do and orchestrate it perfectly. I wouldn't do it. And then five years down the line, I would see someone else do it and make a million dollars. Mm. And I realized, like, it scared me how accurate I was. So, um, and then I'm like, but they didn't even do the other thing. But again, it was intuition telling me. They, they, would, they would never know to do the things that my intuition was leading me to do. So I knew that what I knew was powerful. I knew that it was more powerful than I even really realized. Mm-hmm. Um, but my moment where it had to go from, a hobby to literally become my lifestyle and the work that I do today was when I was having my second child and I was living in my mother's basement because where I was living, the hotel industry doesn't pay that well, (laughs) really doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. And And my mother was like, okay, you can't have a child living where you're living. And so my husband and I agreed to live with her. And so I had my first child and then 15 months later I had my second child and I was like, okay, this cannot be my life. Oh my goodness. And there are what, five, six of you in the house? Yes. Plus my aunt, I mean, plus my uncle um, and my mother, my, my, my dad at the time. And then me, my husband and our two infants basically. So there were so many people. And there was so much tension in the house at all times. It was just a very difficult environment. Um, but I got laid off from my, my job when my hotel was going through a merger. And I, I could basically feel like it was a do or die moment. I said, I can't go looking for another job doing the same thing that I've been doing because this is not my calling. Yeah. And I have this skill set that is clearly valuable because I'm watching other people do the things I'm not showing enough courage to do. That's something. We are going to go out to a break here, but I want to pick up this story when we come back from break because 
I love these moments where you're in this dark place where everything's fixing to implode and the light peeks through over there. So we will come back to that in a minute. Thank you so much. You are listening to Sovereign Self, and we'll be back from the break in a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero. Inspiring, problem-solving, and informing. Packed with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. So welcome back from the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales with Sovereign Self, and we are talking with Amanda Hines. And when we left for break, she was living in her mother's basement and with way too many people in the house and not nearly enough income to make this stuff go. So, Amanda, let's swing back into it. What happened? What, was, what happened in that moment that changed your perspective and your direction? So I came to a moment where I was basically at a do or die. I knew I couldn't go back into the hotel industry. I didn't want to leave my kids at home. Um, I didn't want to not be a present mother. There was a lot of things that were starting to hit me all at once. And so I remember just sitting there with my, at the time, four-month-old, saying to myself, no, we're not going to go back to work. We're either going to make your business we're going to turn your skills into a real business or that's it like there was no other option there was just only one way right and so what I like to say is that in that moment a burning desire activated Mm. and so I I had a few mentors in my space because remember I was in the business world just hobbying it (laughs) at the moment (laughs) you know and I reached out to a mentor that had a course on how to close sales for I think it was um, like $97 and it was on like promotion for 47 bucks. Sweet. <laughs> and so um, I invested in that, but I also invested my unemployment check into a mastermind called the Millionaire Mindset Intensive. And that was the last of my money. Okay, so you really were do or die because was we're not buying it. diapers or groceries or anything after that. We were not buying anything. It was literally the last of my money. And so I said, okay, we're going to have to make this work. And I remember going through the sales training and literally the next day, I was doing everything that the training told me to do and I wasn't seeing any results in day one but I was getting on calls, right? 
I was getting on calls. I literally had my uncle in the background laughing at me, literally. Like, Thanks, if, you close, if you were close enough to the phone, you probably would have heard him. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember not seeing the results, the physical manifestation as in the cash received. But I remember seeing the milestones and understanding that it was actually working. Mm. Um, I was booking the calls. I was getting the yeses. And I said, something's not right. And then I went back to my mentor and I asked her, I said, I'm not getting payment. What am I doing wrong? And she said, do this one thing differently and you can get a flood of cash on the phone. Ooh, and what was the one thing? She said, ask for it right there. Don't even <gasps> wait. That ask. was the one thing different. Ask, ask for what you wanted. And that became a theme in my life, right? Yep. So I started implementing it where I asked for literally credit card details over the phone. And I started getting payments and they started trickling in 200 bucks at a time, 400. And I was like, wait a minute. I just made my entire employment, unemployment check back, doubled it, tripled it. Within a period of a week, I had made $6,000. Sweet. And, and within 33 days, I had made $39,001 in sales. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, we're here to talk about the spiritual aspect of this. So I want to yeah. backtrack in the story just a little bit mm -hmm. and talk to me about what was going on with you on like an emotional, spiritual level as you're walking through this process. What were the things that gave you the confidence to spend literally your last cent on these particular two training courses? Why was it these two and not one of the 100 million other courses mm -hmm. that are out there in this space? For me, I've always trusted that little voice, right? And I don't, I don't buy courses often, which is another thing. So I don't buy and invest in a lot of courses. And I always look for leaders that emulate a lot of the traits that I have. So if people are naturally selling and promoting themselves in a way that feels good to me, I rather learn from them than to invest in someone who's just making a lot of money doing something that I don't want to do. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I went with those people that were doing it gracefully and with ease and sold in ways that I could see myself selling and marketing. And so that was the first thing on the logistics side of things. Um, and then when it came to the mindset, I knew that, Mindset was important, but I didn't fully understand what it meant to have a million-dollar mindset. I didn't understand vibration or frequency or any of those things yet, and I needed basically a crash course in what that really meant. And so that's exactly what I did. I invested to learn that, and I still didn't fully understand it, but I was doing the work. I was showing up every day. Um, I was just doing what I was told to do, but I think where I found the strength and the energy to carry on even before the results were, was I started a gratitude practice. Ah. I started a gratitude practice. And I mean, there was literally times where I was crying and just pouring out to God about how grateful I am about the littlest things I could find to be grateful for. Because in that moment, I didn't feel like too much, but I just decided that I needed to feel grateful within my body. So I would not stop pouring out about how grateful I was until I could literally feel it in my physical being. That's a beautiful thing. And so that was literally what led every call. I went through this gratitude practice and I was like, it's not enough to say it. If I can't feel it, it's not real. And then I led every call with that energy. And people could feel that. They're like, I don't know what it is, but I want whatever it is you have. Yeah. And so I was really selling that grateful energy and I didn't even know it at the time. <laughs> it's amazing what hindsight does for us, isn't it? Oh, incredible. <laughs> I love that. Let's talk about how you, you make that shift from just saying it into your body. Can you Tell us a little something more around how that shift happens for you, because I know many people will do affirmations or, yeah, I've, I've written down a list of five things that I'm grateful for in my life, but it comes off with this energy, right? Yes. So for me, a huge part, I listen to Napoleon Hill. I call him like my second dad. 
Um, <laughs> and he said to say it with enthusiasm. Now, enthusiasm is an energy that's actually contagious. So you could say, I'm grateful for this day, or you could say, I'm grateful for this day. And there's something about the way that you say it that tricks your body into believing it. Uh -huh. And so I got really good at doing that. And so I woke up every day and people were looking around in the house like, what is wrong with this girl? Um, I don't know what her problem is. <laughs> I didn't care because I was more afraid of failing myself than I was in terms of what anybody could say at that point. Yeah, <laughs> you say what you want. <laughs> say what you want, but I'm seeing results. I'm seeing money in my bank account. And I was progressing so quickly that people in my household thought I was lying about my income. Oh, sure. Yeah, I could see that. I can see where they would have trouble accepting that big of shift in that yes. small period of time. It was, it was so quick, and they were like, well, if you have all this income, why aren't you doing this? But I just knew that wasn't what I was supposed to do. I was just supposed to continue doing what I was doing, and at the right time, we would move into our own home, and things would progress as they were meant to progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love understanding how people follow their breadcrumbs because it gives other people an idea of what some of the indicators might be for them for their breadcrumbs. So backtracking into your history, where did you find breadcrumbs as you went along that started to steer you towards where you're at today? So from that specific point, I was starting to look for mentors because I knew there were people that I could learn from, and I couldn't really find any. Yes, the internet is crowded with people that are claiming to teach you how to do this and that, but I wasn't seeing anyone that embodied the leader that I wanted to be. Yeah. And so I started looking for people and little hints where I would find a leader that was just doing things in their own unique way that embodied some of the characteristics and traits that I wanted to. And so it was about a year later that I started to really find those leaders that I was looking for. So I went through this entire period just doing what I knew how to do, which was now getting on the phone, um, closing deals. And I felt like I was moving so slowly, even though it was consistently, but it felt so slow. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so what, when the breadcrumbs really started to show up to help me to become who I am today, was when I started to see that some leaders had similar backgrounds and stories such as I did. So they may have had an incident where they were living in their parents' house and now they're at this multi-million dollar level. And I started listening to what had to shift internally mm. because I already knew I was smart, just as smart as they were, right? The strategies I always understood that immediately the moment she told me, but I needed to figure out the energy game. I could literally tell that if I could get on board, if I could get my internal system on board to the results, I would instantly catapult my success. I was so self-aware, it was incredible. So it was really for me figuring out how to shift my internal system to be in alignment with, let's say, having a six-figure month or having a six-figure year. And how does your spirituality and your spiritual practice build into this mind shift? Because I know so, it does. We've talked it, about this before. It, it definitely <laughs> does. So um, one of the things I realized, like, for example, when I had my first $6,000 month, I felt so empty because I had gotten away from my gratitude practice, right? And so I was like, I'm not motivated by money at all, like 0% motivated by money. And so I was just like, you know what? If I lost all this money today, it would make no difference. So I realized that it was important for me to develop a spiritual practice so that I would feel the internal motivation every day to do the things that I needed to do. So I got back into my music. 
So this was a new thing, right? So before I wasn't doing music, now I'm doing music. Every morning I listen to music. Every morning I work out and that gives me the inspiration and the internal motivation to get started with my day. That energy then literally fuels me for my entire day. And so that's helped me to show up in a more consistent basis. And what I love about it is that it has nothing to do with money. Um, it's not about focusing on how much money I can make for that day. It's completely unrelated. So if you can get your internal game completely on board with you showing up in the way that you know you are supposed to and not have it to be motivated by money, I feel like you're so much further ahead than the rest of the world. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you something, because many people awaken and then aren't sure that they can um, speak that awakening out into the world. Uh, you know, if I talk about, well, I just got this download of an idea, people are going to think I'm weird or woo-woo. And if I talk about, you know, being connected to my soul or my higher self or my source or God or whatever language you use around it, people are going to go, oh, weird, don't want to deal with that person. What's your experience around that? And how do you work with that in your life? So I've always talked about God, like always talked about God. Um, and I didn't really know there was going to be such a deep, interconnected connection within my business um, until recently. So it was never a weird thing for me because I'm like, well, you're connected to God. So this is just clearly something you should talk about. It was just almost a normal thing for me from the beginning, right? So when people say woo or, you know, this is impractical, I'm like, your entire life is impractical. <laughs> So get yeah. over that. I'm just like, if, I'm like, think about how you got here today. Does it, did it follow a linear progression? Absolutely not. It did not. So let's just throw that out the, the door because the way I like to say it is logic has defied you more times than you can count. <laughs> so that's really the not. truth. I love that quote. <laughs> yes. And so I just, I know that spirit and People are literally trying to buy your spirit. Every, I just pay attention to the signs. Every time I invested in a mentor, it was never about the information they were giving me. It was always about the spirit in which they did things. So I said, you know what? What if I stopped focusing on what to do and started focusing on who to become? Mm -hmm. Because all the strategy is the same, but who you are is what creates the biggest returns. So I said, literally. Profound, profound realization. Yes. And so I said, you know what, even in 2018, I didn't do as much work <laughs> as I did the year previously. However, I doubled my income because I was just being more. Absolutely. That's a beautiful thing. We're going to have to go to break here for a moment and hear from our wonderful sponsors who helped to make this stuff happen. But when we return, we will talk to Amanda about what it is she is doing today and where that is taking her. So hang tight, stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. 
Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Welcome back from the break. This is your host, Sophia Renee Morales with Sovereign Self, and we're talking onwards with Amanda Hines. So we wanted to pick up with what you're doing right now in your life. What are you excited about in your working world, Amanda? I am extremely excited about new programs that I'm delivering, um, new partnerships that I have in business, new ways of being, you know, I'm just super excited about everything, honestly. (laughs) Now, I know you're working on a new program called, appropriately enough, Sovereignty. Would you like to tell us a tiny bit about what that program is about? So, Sovereignty is an extremely unique program. It's held as a mastermind to work with high achieving women, or I would even like to say high powered women that absolutely know they're called for more, but do not feel they have the support to step into that. Mm. So especially women that are transitioning from employees to entrepreneurs for full time or for entrepreneurs that are not seeing as great as returns as they know they could have, and don't understand what steps they would need to take to fully step into it. Um, sovereignty is really there to be a container to help people to essentially work out whatever is going on, whether it's an energetic problem or a strategic problem to get the results they desire. That's beautiful. Now, I, as I mentioned earlier, I've worked with you before. I'm familiar with some of your clients and your client results. Why do you think it is that your clients achieve such extraordinary things when they're working with you, when, you know, working with other experts, you see people struggle to, you know, even make back the money they invested in the program? I think the biggest thing for me is how picky I am with the clients I choose. So I look for what we would call victim consciousness, Mm -hmm. So clients that are not taking responsibility for themselves or people in general that are not taking responsibility for themselves, the results they get in their lives, they feel like they have no part in in the reality they have created are a bad match. Mm -hmm. I look for people that I feel generally are already successful and they just need help stepping into a new level of success on their own terms. And another thing for me is that I'm very consistent with not telling people that they need me. I want to work with people that, that <laughs> desire to get results, but not from a place of desperation, but of a place of I'm self-empowered, and I just want Amanda to help me get there faster. Yeah, I, I could see that totally. So if someone reaches out to work with you and does not get the golden Amanda handshake, what words of advice would you give them? 
typically what I would say is to let's figure out what's going on. Let's figure out where in your experience you are now. Because there's many people that come to me. In fact, just yesterday, I had a woman come to me who was just not in the position to benefit from any of my paid programs or offers. And I just still pour into people, right? I just feel like there's some people that I just feel like they need an Amanda in their life. And it may not come through a paid program, but it takes nothing away from me to still pour into them or to tell them and redirect them to a book or a podcast or a free thing that one of my, my comrades or colleagues are doing that could literally catapult them. And it's through those little moments that I've seen people literally change their lives. I've seen some people go ahead and come back to me with clients and money to invest. So there's, it's really the, the cycle of life, right? You go out, you do what you need to do, and then they will come back to you, right? So you, it's leading from a place of abundance. If you feel like there's not enough clients, you will try to get every single dollar you can as soon as you see the opportunity. But if you truly believe that there's more than enough clients in this world right now than you could possibly serve, you will just give as you feel called to give and you'll never feel like you are not doing enough. That's beautiful. Now, I know from our, our past conversations that identity and who you are is really important to you. Would you like to take some time and share with us your philosophy around identity and the difference it makes? Identity is the core of everything, even in business. If you ever paid attention to the people you follow in business, start to pay attention to who they are. What is their character like? I talk about identity all the time because especially even in the professional consulting world, there's people that like to do things outside of integrity and then there's people who like to do things within integrity. Who are you more apt to follow once you understand who they are? Nine out of 10 times, it's the people who have integrity. And so I feel that if you can show your characteristics and your values in everything that you do, you will get people just by nature of who you are. Mm -hmm. And there's no amount of marketing that can, that can really do that, okay? So it's just an incredible thing that a lot of people are missing completely. They think that it's about what you do and not who you are. Yeah. Another thing is that identity is, if you know who you are, even with me, I'm starting to study a lot more human design. If you know who you are and how you're designed, you can skip a lot of things and a lot of paths that are just not for you and never were meant or created for you. And you can just go through life doing things in a lot easier ways. And so I personally, although I like to work, I am not into grinding and hustling and working 24 hours a day. Let's do the things that will have the greatest return on investment based on who I am, right? Based on, instead of just focusing on doing the most so that I can say I did the most. Exactly. Well, and that's part of the reason I love doing like the soul contract readings in my work is it gets down mm -hmm. to the core of who you are and, and what you're here to accomplish and what your particular challenges you chose were. Yes. And from there, it gives you an amazing tool set that you can work with to work in your strengths and through your weaknesses and make it all come together. Yeah, that is fabulous. So tell me a little bit about who Amanda is. So I like to think that I'm a facilitator. I'm a visionary. Um, I know that I have big visions and things that come to my mind from God quite, you know, often, honestly. And so I started to step more into that, right? I used to think of myself as a consultant and a mentor, and I'm still those things but I realized that I see some really powerful big visions um, well before their time. And I need to focus my energy in that instead of focusing on the smaller picture. I'm now becoming more of a bigger picture person. Mm -hmm. 
That's beautiful. And what are some of the values that you live out in your work? Staying true to who you are. And I'm not just talking about who you are by circumstance or by conditioning. Because so, <laughs> yeah. that's the traditional mold, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So something that really tripped me up, early up earlier on in my journey was that I thought I was acting outside of integrity in a lot of areas because I was pursuing things that were further along than where I was. An example of that was before I had my first six-figure year, I would, you know, proclaim that I'm on my way to six figures and it felt like I was being outside of integrity or that I would say I can help you develop the foundation for six figures, which I could and had been doing, but I hadn't achieved it for myself. Mm. And so the way that I shifted that perspective around integrity is integrity is not about your your physical circumstance. It's about you focusing on your soul's integrity. Mm. So what does your soul want and desire of you right now? And doing everything that it requires you to do and being everything that it requires you to be so that you can create that result. And so a lot of times being within soul integrity will always feel like a fraud. Yeah, I I could see that. Now, here's a question for you because this comes up periodically. How do you tell the difference between the ego going, I have to have a Mercedes, and the soul saying, it's important for you to be abundant and to bring in six and seven figures so that you can do your work in the world? I I like to say it's just a knowing. You just kind of know, right? You have to tap into yourself and really know, is this coming from a place of love? Or is it coming from a place of fear and desperation? If you feel like you have to force it, just pull back. Pull back mm-hmm. and surrender. Like if you still want it, even if nobody else knows about it, even if no one will give you any um, praises about it, if you still want to achieve that, then that's something you really want. So another way of, of looking at it is, what result will I get at the end of this? Well, is it a feeling that you're looking for? Is it someone's praises that you're looking for? Are you looking for validation? Are you looking for love? Are you looking for status? Are you looking, what are you seeking out of this? Exactly. And if you can answer that, and there's no right or wrong to it, right? So understand your motivation behind it and say, well, if something else could give me that, will I still want that thing? You know, because a lot of times I find that people ask for money, right? They're just praying to God, could you please just send me $1,000? Or could you send me 100 grand? That's all I'm asking for. And then if you ask, well, is there another way for me to get the thing that the, the $100,000 could give me? Of course there is. Right? Oh, there's like six dozen other ways you can get there. There's And it's so much quicker and less painful, right? I just say follow the path of least resistance, right? Um, And so that's the way I like to look at life. Follow the path of least resistance for you, which is not the same thing for your cousins or your aunts or your spouse. Or what the internet marketers are saying is the easiest possible way to raise whatever it is, yes. Exactly. You have to look at the path of least resistance for you. And in fact, what I've started doing more recently is I will look into the human design of my clients so I know whether I'm the best mentor to serve them or not. Because I'm not always the best person, but I feel like it's within my soul's integrity to make sure I am the best of my ability before I take them on. That's awesome. Now, I know you had planned a little gift for our listeners today. Would you like to share a little bit about that? Yes. So for anyone listening to this, I do have a free gift that is going to help you to understand based on what you're experiencing now and where you desire to be, what shifts you need to make, 
whether that's on a strategic level or on an energetic level. And I feel like this is so important because sometimes we just feel stuck and we don't know whether we need to do mindset work or we need to hire a business coach. Right, so this, improve our skills someplace. Yes. <laughs> so this resource is going to help you to understand exactly what to do next. That's beautiful. And for the listeners out there, you can find Amanda's performance block indicator on the page for this program, or you can go to sovereignself.media where the show will be available as well as the free gifts. And you can trade your email for that uh, performance indicator. So do you have any last minute words you'd like to share with our, our listeners as we wind up here this afternoon, Amanda? I honestly encourage every listener to focus on figuring out the things that make them feel most alive. Because honestly, that is where you'll have the biggest gains. You can always hire someone to do something for you. You can always delegate a task, but you can't delegate your happiness or your fulfillment. Amen. Yeah, and happiness is not a destination, you know. I used to think that it was. Yeah. I'll be happy when, and the truth of the matter is that it's always out there in tomorrow if you do it that way. Yes, it is. Thank you so much, Amanda. I appreciate you so much for taking the time to visit with us here today. You're so welcome. So that is it for our show today, Sovereign Self. If you would like to ask some questions to get answered on, pre, on upcoming segments, go ahead and email me at askzofia at transformationspace.com. That's A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A. You can also hook up with me on my website at transformationspace.co or on Facebook at just Transformation Space, Twitter at Zofia Renea, Z-O-F-I-A, R-E-N-N-E-A or LinkedIn, Sophia Renea Morales. So I look forward to talking to you all next week. Thank you so much for joining us here on Sovereign Self on the Voice America Influencers channel. Take care. Peace. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 